dismantling systemic oppression, strengthening local economies, fostering equity and inclusion, cultivating communities for social good. We are motivated to leave the world a more just and compassionate place than we found it. A lofty goal? Maybe. An unreachable goal? Absolutely not. This is the Impact Out Loud podcast, powered by Prospera Partners. Now here are your hosts. Hey everybody, welcome back to Impact Out Loud. I'm Vicki Pazabon. Eileen Everett is here with me and Martin Sorge is back for our second episode. About welcome back, Martin. <laughs> Thanks Yay! for having me. So glad to have you. Martin is our very special guest and friend of all things local economy and good neighborhood development work and the winner of the Great American Baking Show. And if you haven't seen it on Roku TV, please go watch it like right now. Turn off the podcast and go watch it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how much I loved it. I want people to turn off our podcast to go watch it. <laughs> it's free. You don't need a subscription. Just go do the Roku channel.com. I love, oh, even better. Even better. Okay, good. Totally free to enjoy some like super fun baking competition. So Martin is here. We've been talking about his journey along the way with baking in general and of course with the show. And I would love to hear more about what you're doing now. But we we were having a conversation earlier and Eileen was sort of pointing us in a in a direction. So I'm gonna turn it over to Eileen. Thanks. So in our last episode, Martin, you were sharing a little bit about baking as a full sensory experience. Mm. And I was really thinking about it, how it hit me was thinking about all the work that we do talking about, um, especially embodied social justice work. So not just talking about these things, but the practice of what it looks like in our daily lives, at work, Mm -hmm. at home, in our communities. Mm -hmm. And in particular, I just want to connect it back to, we love at Prospera Partners talking about how do we encourage one another to show up as whole humans? Mm -hmm. And so often in our work, we're just encouraged to show up with a part or just certain parts of ourselves. And um, just reading about your story and reading the article that was in Food and Wine recently around five things I learned from competing on the Great American Baking Show, I know it was easy for me to glean lots of things that you shared in that article that are applicable to your work or just Mm -hmm. all the work that we do in general. Mm -hmm. But Martin would love to give you the chance to share, how do you see baking being interconnected to your policy work, local economy work, just economic development in general, and and any other parts of who you are as a whole human? Thank you. That is a wonderful question. So I think, you know, baking is anything food related is like surprisingly personal because it's something like you make with your hands and that you're going to eat and you're going to share with people. But the the process of baking, again, similar to cooking, is really you have to be very present if you're like not, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm ever like stressed or feeling rushed, that's when I mess up in the kitchen or something doesn't yeah. come out or I don't read the recipe all the way. Mm-hmm. So you have to be really mm-hmm. present and kind of centered And then you have to pay attention. You have to use all your senses. So does, you know, this batter feel right? Do you know, does this smell right? Is this, you know, are these nuts I've had for a while? Are they still good? Do I, you know, are my spices fresh and flavorful? You know, when something is baking, you can smell it. And sometimes I catch myself smelling something saying, oh, I can smell it now. It must need to come out of the oven, even if the timer hasn't gone off. So it's really about being aware of yourself um, and knowing, A, like, is this a good time for me to be baking? Um, 
Because <laughs> I've had days what? where I'm like, that, I can't. That's, that's a question we should all be asking ourselves about all the things all the time. Should I really be doing this? That's Is this so the right funny. time? Right? Like, I, that's probably the most valuable question any of us could be asking ourselves I like, all did the time. Some, I did some rage cooking during the pandemic. Like, <laughs> Oh. I was like, you know, like, I-, I need to make this thing. Like, I'm just going to... And how did that turn out, Vicky? <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I don't think it was very good. <laughs> yeah, well, and during the, the, the height of the pandemic when we were at home, I, you know, I was cooped up. And so I was baking a lot and, like, bringing things over to friends' houses. And, like, I made a friend a birthday cake. I think a couple friends' birthday cakes. And so that was a fun thing you know, just to get me out of the house and feeling connected to people, like mm-hmm. actually in a physical way versus like just hopping. I was on Zoom calls with everyone all the time. But um, yeah, it really helped me feel a little bit connected to other people too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are some other things, Martin, that you can think of that connect between baking and especially your professional life, all the work that you've done? You know, what are some other lessons that kind of bridge those two two things for you? It's a great question. I think that the, you know, creative aspect of baking in terms of you have, you really have, there are a lot of people who help, like you have to think like, okay, there's, there's farmers involved of like growing the, you know, cause I'm always going to the farmer's market and that's one thing that inspires me in the kitchen. Um, I recently went to a local flour mill that was awesome. And so it's like, understanding where your ingredients come from and all the people involved in that. And, you know, even the local grocery store you go to, and then who am I going to give this to? So you're thinking kind of, I'm always thinking about the whole sort of chain, Mm -hmm. you know, supply chain sort of thing and the community. And then, you know, or if I might bring it to work. So, you know, what kind of thing should I make that I can take easily to the office? And Mm -hmm. so you're just thinking about a lot of, a lot of little details but really the end up, you know, you just, some people think, oh, you just have, you just made cookies. But I'm like, there was a lot of details that went involved. I had to come up with the recipe. I had to go shopping. I had to figure out exactly what I wanted. And then I had to figure out where is it going? Who am I baking this for? So it, you know, there's a lot of players involved more than you think. Um, I think that's one connection. I think that really the being present and being conscious of what you're doing, kind of like, you know, I used to have, um, you know, the staff that I worked with my employees when, you know, I ran an organization or when I worked for um, local government here, you know, I was always very conscious of like, okay, how, how's everybody feeling today? How are the ingredients Mm -hmm. doing? Mm -hmm. Um, And just being really conscious of that. Cause I think that's one of my philosophies in, in life really as, or as any sort of a leader was making, you know, my highest priority as a leader was making sure that my staff were empowered and resourced and excited to do their job. That was my first priority, um, even before, you know, other things. So that's, you know, and just one of my like kind of core philosophies. And I kind of take that into baking. No, it's kind of hard to make that connection. <laughs> I it's think a- it's absolutely there. I, I definitely saw it in the show too, because we talked in the first episode about how collaborative and friendly Mm -hmm. and it is a friendly competition and folks were very helpful with each other right like can you help me out over here or i can't even remember what happened to somebody um i can't remember what the ingredient was but something happened with someone's someone's i i don't know if it was cookies or what it was but anyway there was there was this real like oh can we help you right like Mm -hmm. 
and even just getting your heavy cakes that were like the really big mm-hmm. ones, like having other people help you carry just them, moving them, yeah. Yeah. moving them. Yeah, very collaborative nature, and that definitely came through, especially in your personality as a leader too, mm-hmm. of like wanting everyone to succeed, not just being the leader and being at the top of the game. Yeah. And even off screen, we would strategize a little bit about, okay, here's what I'm making. Is there like, I've had this problem in practice. Um, and, you know, you all of us even would sit down and be like, okay, well, here's what I might do. And somebody else say, oh, but I heard this other tip. And so it was like a, you know, like a conference of folks being like, okay, here's here are all these different tips so that we could help each other. Because um, we all wanted each other to do their best. We didn't want somebody to, you know, mess up because they were having like, you know, they were stuck on something. I love hearing that. I love hearing about the best practice sharing. Like that's yes. something that we we mm-hmm. embed in our work too, especially when we're facilitating communities of practice, right? Like that's yep. the whole point of being together is to share knowledge and wisdom and tips like that. So I love that you all did that because that's not common no and competition and we still do it we have I a group that. chat where we're like does anyone have a great recipe for this or oh i had a problem with my macarons they weren't right what what went wrong and then everyone will chime in with their tips and tricks and links and all that stuff it's awesome awesome it, it feels like there's so much to learn just from if we could apply that to our practice <laughs> totally. and businesses yes. and local governments of there's this tendency in american society that we don't we um present all the good things like here's all that we accomplish you know we're the best at this like here's all the things that went great but what's missing so often and it doesn't matter to me if it's nonprofits or the business world even corporations government agencies any of mm-hmm. it, it it applies everywhere i think is this idea of what if we actually step back and we're like you know what this ingredient didn't quite work work the way we expected it to mm-hmm. or maybe it wasn't the right ingredient to use mm-hmm. um, or maybe the temperature or the other there were other conditions that um, we should really think about so that we are aware of that for the future like those mm-hmm. learnings and sharing that with one another mm-hmm. it sounds so simple and maybe in the baking world it's maybe a little bit easier to share that I don't know but I think so yes. I think it's like a missing thing just in yeah. our society those lessons mm-hmm. learned and just showing up with one another with curiosity of like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe this worked really well, but maybe this didn't work well. And I want to know why so I can learn from that. Like that mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. piece is missing all the time. And I think a big thing is coming into it really open-minded because both right. in mm-hmm. you know my professional work and in baking, sometimes there's folks who are like, nope, this is the way I've always done it. And there's yeah. no better way. And then a lot of people like the bakers I was on the show with, they're like, oh, that's a new way. I'm, and I'm the person who's like, oh, I've never done it that way. I just want to try it because it's different. Yeah. And so it's really also just a mindset um, that's like, hey, maybe I should try it this new way. Maybe it would be better. Or maybe it's just a different, you know, way of doing this thing. And it'll be good, but in a different way from the way I used to make it. So it's, it's that similar. There's still folks kind of who straddle the line, but I think the folks who succeed the most are the ones who are really open-minded, but also free to share what they've learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, yeah, so interesting in my mind. I also connected back to something you said a few minutes ago too, 
that relates to embodied social justice, which is this idea of connecting to self mm-hmm. and connecting to others. And yeah, I didn't expect to be talking mm-hmm. about embodied social justice and how it applies to baking and then <laughs> using those examples and applying them elsewhere in systems thinking. But to me, it's such a clear example of what you said, even just in terms of your leadership and management mm-hmm. of others, of being aware of yourself, like taking that moment to connect to yourself and then taking those moments to connect with others. Like mm-hmm. those are key ingredients of how we can really see bigger change um, mm-hmm. and longer lasting change too. Yeah. Well, in being on the show, one thing I thought of was, okay, I'm going to be like, like I'm not just there to bake, like there will be cameras on me. So I'm, what am I sharing with the viewers at home? Like what, right. what, what, what is my like essence as a person, as a baker that I can, how do I put that into my recipes and how I appear on screen, really, I mostly thought about how does it show up in my recipes? I'm just going to be myself on camera because that's all I can be. Um, so I did think a lot about that. Like, what do I want to convey with these bakes? What do I want to convey with these things I'm making um, that come from like a deep place within me or come from a story I have that I can share with folks? So that's also something I thought about is, you know, I want to, I don't know what the story is, but I just want to bring out these things that I'm excited about or that really light me up. I mean, that sounds like authenticity and vulnerability. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you were you were authentic, and by being authentic or vulnerable, and as humans, uh-huh. we're literally programmed to connect to that. Yeah. And it's the other thing I thought, and I think a lot of the other bakers were the same way, is like, I, I was like, I'm not really worried about how I look on TV. I don't really... I'm not, I don't care how I sound or what people think. I'm just going to be myself and just have a good time. And that's the only way I can go at it, you know, because a lot of people could be self-conscious. You have nine cameras on you and people running around. You could be trying to be like absolutely perfect or, you know, have your hair just so when you're sweating and running around. And I was like, I'm just going to be myself and probably a little bit more of a stressed and wacky version of myself just because that was because the, the conditions. Yeah, yeah. 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 You were very funny on the show. You had great one-liners and comebacks <laughs> that I remember. So I was like, yeah, this is great. This is, I mean, I didn't see anything other than who you are in that yeah. show. And I just really appreciated that. And like I said before, it was all so reflected in all of your bakes, for sure. Your personality and your passion. Thank it's you. Great. So what's next, Martin? What are you doing now with all of this, uh, all your all your fortunes <laughs> that have come from this? <laughs> oh. um, uh, doing a lot of things. So, you know, I've always, like I mentioned um, on the previous episode, I've always been really big into food. So I'm trying to lean into that a little bit. Um, so I have started a Substack newsletter called Great Bakes, nice. um, which folks can find um, on my website or via my Instagram. So right now, really just to kind of practice writing and writing recipes, um, I send out pretty much a weekly newsletter with some recipes and just some random ramblings that I do because I think that's fun. And then I have, you know, sharing things on my Instagram. Like you mentioned, I recently had a piece in food and wine, and I'm hoping to have a few other recipes and other things coming out and other publications in the near future. Um, Right after I I knew I won the show, but nobody else did for a long time. Right. Um, Actually, (laughs) I put together a cookbook proposal because I've always wanted to write a cookbook Really, I thought about putting one together just for my family and friends because um, I really actually like the process of writing recipes. It's a fun 
recipe writing is actually a fun writing exercise because you have mm. to describe a really specific process mm -hmm. and it's creative in a way, but it also pushes you like, how do I write this clearly mm -hmm. um, while still having some sort of voice and, you know, bring my personality into it, but you're really just describing a process. So it's creative, but not open-ended in a way where it's like, what do I write about? Right. <laughs> um, so I put together a cookbook proposal and I actually found a, a literary agent that took me on. So working to awesome. refine that. Um, and then I'm That's also great. working on a few in my professional life. Um, I started a consulting business um, similar to you all called Argyle Advising, where I do um, both kind of strategic planning data analysis, organizational development consulting for nonprofit organizations and local governments, particularly working in the local economic development and urban planning spaces. So I've worked on a few little projects with some folks I know here in Chicago um, and have worked on some proposals for municipal projects with some um, other partners I know in this field. So really excited also to dig into that work too, um, just because I really love working with these organizations that are, you know, working to improve their neighborhoods or their cities or the places that they live and work. Awesome. It's awesome work. And I, I was thinking about the whole collaborative nature conversation. And one of the tenets of the work that we all used to do in the local living economy world was not being in competition with your neighbors, but actually mm -hmm. being um, of service to your neighbors. And one of the founders of the organization, Judy Wicks, had a um, restaurant in Philly, in Philadelphia, and she decided to share who her sources were for some mm -hmm. of her local products, including mm -hmm. meat products, because she felt like the more people who wanted those products, the better the the demand would be, and it would help the actual farmers and producers of those products. And it would help spread the word and grow the local food economy in that way. And I mean, she was one of the, you know, grandmothers of thought of mm -hmm. all of this around it and founders of that work. And so I was thinking about all of that in, in terms of what you were talking about with like, you know, it's light competition to do the baking, the baking competition stuff. But it's true collaboration when you can give away some of your tips and mm -hmm. and secrets in order to, for other people to succeed as well. And so uh, getting into consulting and doing this work together, I truly hope our paths cross and we get to work on a project because we mm -hmm. have done some proposals together and I hope <laughs> that we can actually see some of them come to fruition because it would be super fun to apply all of Martin's baking strategies. <laughs> To the work, and I know you make amazing gluten-free products, so I would benefit in so many ways. I'm so Absolutely. excited. <laughs> Absolutely. It will happen, Vicki. It will happen. Oh, Martin, it's, this has been so much fun. But before we wrap, we have to do our aha and WTF moment again. So um, I want to stick to what is the what is the WTF or aha moment you've had from our conversations together? Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think that one of the aha moments is really just thinking about, you know, again, moving from that like competition to collaboration mindset. Mm. Um, it's just a reminder. I think that was a little bit of a reminder to me, Vicky. I think that's something that for me is very ingrained, um, but that it's not always the case. Yeah. 
in the world. And that's something Mm -hmm. that you kind of need to call out and highlight to be like, Hey, you know why you, you know, you like watching the baking shows because we're all really collaborative at the Mm -hmm. same time as we're competing a little bit, but um, we're really, you know, at heart collaborating. And that's how I operate from a business standpoint, also from a baking standpoint, but thinking of, you know, even in my consulting business, talking with folks who might be my competitors. When I started my business, I just sat down with people who were my competitors, you know, like you, Vicky, and like our friend Ellen, and I have a bunch of other friends that say, hey, here's what I'm doing. You know, you've known me for, it was a lot of people I've known for a while said, hey, here's what I'm doing ever there's a chance to, you know, work together, let me know. And it's really paid dividends because people have given me phone calls and some emails says, Hey, can you work on this project with me? And I'm like, Oh, thank Yeah. Yeah. Collaboration (laughs) works. (laughs) Yep. It does. It does. Eileen. I'm kind of just sitting here with a WTF of why did we not bring snacks? (laughs) (laughs) Why, why did we not plan a little bit better. I didn't I expect know. to be so hungry. And here I am. I know. Um, so I think I know. it's that piece. And I think uh, I'm also going to quickly name an aha of just it, it's a, more of a reminder of, um, you know, how do we just show up as our authentic selves? And mm-hmm. I really love what you said, Martin, mm-hmm. around just not being performative for the cameras, but just being who you are and just the, the power of that and how mm-hmm. it inspires so many. Mm-hmm. How about for you, Vicky? Well, I guess I want to underscore what Martin said because I've brought it up so many times now is the <laughs> the competition to collaboration is really important. And I'm just so glad that this particular show is that because there's too much competition in the world. The reality yeah. TV world is all about competition. Who gets the most camera time? Who has the biggest ego? Who has you know, all the, all the things to win it. And I just, I loved this show so much. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Do you know what you just reminded me of? Sorry, I have one more aha is that you can have collaboration and also a healthy kind of competition that pushes people to do better. Yes. And to really be like, Hey, I'm, I want to, cause you also want to, this was a, one of my struggles on even preparing for the show is that I would get tired. I'd be like, I can't, it's five hours of baking. I can't decorate this thing anymore. <laughs> and then I would, but I would be like, no, just like push yourself a little harder. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in an atmosphere where everyone's friendly and they're also pushing you to do right. better, it's like this weird, healthy yeah. competition slash collaboration moment where you everyone's pushing each other to perform better. Yeah. Um, and that's I think something also to take away. So you can have that healthy, like even in the the work we do in the world and you know, encouraging people to do better, be more rigorous with their work. Mm-hmm. Yes. But not in a yep. in a it's you or me way. It's like we can both do really well. Exactly. Yeah. That that piece. Yes. That. Yeah, absolutely yes. that. Thank you so <laughs> we much. We can both Martin. do well. Yeah. Yes. So much fun to have you with us on Impact Out Loud, and we will see you uh, on the Instagrams, and we'll keep watching <laughs> your fun baking going on. Thanks well, thank so much. You Thanks so Eileen. much for having me. Thanks. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Impact Out Loud podcast, the podcast that empowers bold impact for good, powered by Prospera Partners. If you liked what you heard, Subscribe to Impact Out Loud wherever you get your podcasts and follow Prospera Partners on your favorite social media. If you are inspired to make community-based solutions and systems change, Prospera Partners offers workshops and programs that are open to all. For more information, visit prosperapartners.org. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, be well 
and do good.